brother? Yeah. Dean Rock? D-Rock? Oh, no. I, I know that guy. How about D-Love? No. Oh. Jimmy Graham can... signed with the Bears. Yeah. What? Yeah, I saw that. To a two-year deal. Don't they? Uh, they still have... Um, what's his face? Trey Wingle? No. <laughs> uh, the the other uh, Trey Burton. Trey Burton. That's who I was you. close. Yeah, you were you were not too far from where you were I thinking. I feel like they did sign Trey Wingle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm recording. So before we get started, guys, I can't believe they did 655 episodes of Hee Haw. Can you believe that? And then pfft, they were gone. <laughs> they were gone. I hate this fucking show. Oh, we recording? All right. Three, two, one. It's a rare condition this day and age to read any good news on the newspaper page. And love and tradition of the grand design. Some people say it's even harder to find Well then there must be some magic clue Inside these Aloha, everybody Welcome to the Ross Family Matters podcast We're flying guestless today Because we're going to randomly call people And interrupt their night um, I am Hotshot Scott Williams Jiggy Jack Spade, Vic the Stick Ross How's everybody doing? You're surviving? Everybody's still alive? Still alive Still All here right. Alright, good Good, because there's a lot. There's not much going on. I think our ratings are going to go through the roof because people are sequestered. We're the last bastion of entertainment still happening. That's right. That's uh, right. Just for the CDC and the White House's sake, there's only four people in this house, but there are three cats. So, and that's above the limit for coronavirus. Right. Um, hey, we found some old topics. We're going to get into that. Some genius <laughs> posted some stuff back in June, and we just. Hadn't gotten around to it. Um, what you guys got going on? I know wrestling's about to be shut down independently for the next few months. So yeah, zombie apocalypse uh, is what I got going on. You know, uh, getting a baseball bat. Uh, gonna sit on my porch. Got a gun. Protect your toilet paper. That's right. I work with a guy who told me he bought six hundred rounds of ammo for his guns. Like, why did you need that much? Because well, I got to make sure nobody tries to break in. I'm like, let's just say I tried to break in. I think the over under on bullets you need is probably two, right? Like, would you need more than two bullets to well, shoot a to, robber? To shoot a robber? Yeah. Two bullets. Now, but like, if the first guy breaks your door in and your door is open. Okay, but six hundred, you would only need that if you if you were being attacked by ninjas who were coming at you one at a time, right? Yeah, but ninjas are going to use their swords to deflect some of those shots. What about their stars? <clears throat> did, uh, you, did you ever throw a fighting, Japanese fighting star? Yes. Did you, you did, really? Yes. Yeah. Why? Uh, well, I'll tell you why. Because when we were kids, south. when we were kids, <laughs> adults them? were insane and they let us have things like that. And you'd find us in the woods chucking them at trees. Yeah. What about the dice that broke glass? Did you have any of those? There were dice that yeah. broke glass? I didn't. You didn't need a die, though. You just needed porcelain. So, like, a spark plug would work. 
a piece of broken toilet, something of that effect. I don't know why you'd have a piece of broken toilet, but it would work. What about Sparky Plunge? I uh, never had him, but I choked him once with a towel. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Did you ever throw any, like, fighting stars? No, that's, fighting stars were not a thing for me. Nunchucks? Listen, so you have nunchucks? Here's, here's a little insight into the 80s. Uh -huh. Sure. They were real big on ninja movies. Yeah. Like, right. ninjas blew up in the 80s. Okay? And it didn't even matter if you had an Asian guy playing the ninja. Remember, Enter the Ninja? Yeah. Return of the Ninja. Steve Santana. American Ninja. Yeah. Like, just a white guy with some muscles. And in the first two movies I named, that guy kind of looked like Stacy Keach. He maybe was Stacy <laughs> Keach. Well, Steve Santana was a ninja, and he was he didn't wear a mask. He was a Hispanic ninja. Right. Yeah. He'd sneak into your house, impregnate your woman, and be on his way. Ha-cha. So with wrestling about to be on hiatus... Are there any companies you work for that draw less than 50 that might still go on? Or? Oh, good question. Well, most of the companies I feel like we work for. Uh, <laughs> in fairness, uh, Friday we were in lacrosse for River City Championship Wrestling. They had 120 paid. Well, that, right. So they'd be out. Right. Yeah. We couldn't go to lacrosse. Yeah, they'd be out. Um, let's see. Um, I don't know. So since, since we'll be stuck with this show, watching TV... Really great season of Curb Your Enthusiasm you're going to want to catch. I have been catching small clips on YouTube. Yeah. Pretty funny shit. Yeah, good stuff all the way around. Oh, I know. We could uh, just get booked anywhere the Chief gets booked. Oh. Mm. Guaranteed to be less than 50. That's true. Oh, oh, Lane likes him. Sorry. That was Vic Ross. These notes are courtesy of Vic Ross. Well, let Fuck me ask you Chief. this. If the chief, mm. if the chief is one at one of his usually overbooked pieces of garbage, there'll be twenty five. We'll be under fifty. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, how come when I shit on someone, you turn into Frankenstein right after reanimation? Mm. Uh, Putting on the ribs. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong movie, bro. Wrong movie. But it feels like the right movie. Well, I uh, we both had shows this past weekend, or all three of us did. You guys were up at River City. I was um, at BCW, and again, might be the last shows for about six to eight weeks. Just out of curiosity, how was that draw? About 150. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was, you know, let's, let, listen, let's just get into this for a second. I'm not going to tell you all my conspiracy theories about what I think is really going on with some of this stuff. I do believe that there's a virus out there we got to be careful for. What I'm worried about is that, yes, on one hand, I want to keep people safe and healthy, especially people with compromised immune system. On the other hand, here's my real fear of eight weeks of being sequestered, if that's what it ends up being, is there's people who already have anxiety, that are already panicked because of what's going on. I'm already depressed, I'm not suicidal, about not having sports, and we're only four days into this fucking ban. How many suicides? Are we gonna have? And I'm not trying to be funny or glib. Like I get you. I don't think anybody's gonna kill themselves because baseball's not coming back until May. But I understand 100. percent People are gonna be climbing the walls in their house. Yeah, yeah, but who's gonna be killing their wives? Right? Oh, for sure, for sure. She ain't making. Well, it. Um, hey oh, well, wow. He, he got an early start. Hey oh. <laughs> um, so anyway, I just want everybody seriously that are listening. Um, you know, obviously follow the precautions. Be smart. Wash your hands. You know, sneeze into your freaking elbow, whatever you need to do. 
But most importantly, after some of the news I've seen on TV, and again, we're not even a week into this yet. Be decent to each other, for fuck's sakes. Yeah, stop buying everything up in bulk. And fighting over toilet paper. Like, grow the fuck up. This is why, you know, as much as I want, I, I care about enough people, I don't want anybody to have anything bad happen to them, but at least half a human suck, right? For sure. I mean, would you say, Lane, you might say 80% are good. Oh, no, he, yeah, 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 he says 80 for I sure, because like he likes people. everybody. Yeah. I like most people. He likes everybody. But, you know, let's just be decent and get through this. And stop buying eight gallons of milk. The shit's going to go bad. You can't hoard it. Yeah, and you can't chug it. Right. I mean, we've seen that go bad quickly. Let's, let's see. Who, uh, um, talk amongst yourselves for a minute, because I'm going to try to call somebody. Okay. All right. Well, well um, this is a new, so, a new how, segment. How are you? I'm good. Okay, I'm good. Yeah, it's yeah. been a while. It's yeah. been like a 36 a hours. Yeah. <laughs> Not that long. How was the birthday party? Oh, it was great. It was great. Yeah. Like four Did people. Get your ass chewed? No, I... A little bit? I snuck, little bit. I snuck in. Uh, Lane was late for his daughter's birthday party two, on two, Saturday. Two of my daughters. Two of them, sorry. Yeah. Oh. Uh, joint birthday party. And you well, were late? There were very few joints. <laughs> That's because I couldn't make it. Ayo. Uh, yeah, all right. Um, nice cake. Yeah, good decent, cake. Decent cake. Good, good. Yeah. Uh, Scott didn't want to talk about the uh, conspiracy theories, but I saw a doozy today. By the way, did you hear about the old dude who had a threesome? He wanted to have his Kate and Edith too. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Hey, is this Ryan Brown? Yeah. Hi. What's up, Ryan Brown? <laughs> hey. Hey, this is the the podcast. We're uh. We're just doing a, a dial a dial a caller. We have no topics, Ryan Brown. We're having a real hard time here. Well, I've got some topics, Wait. but they're trying Wait. to keep me from getting nothing. Into nothing we can talk about. Oh, there's a lot of people talking and some other things making noise. Yeah, we don't want to talk about that though, Ryan. It's it's depressing. Wait one second. I think I got a video playing. Oh, oh my. all right. Well, what's the video? Are you watching? Okay, that's a little bit better. Was that Pornhub? Do they have do they have like no, a coronavirus porn out already? Everybody's wearing a mask, a suit of some sort. I think my Facebook's got audio going. Oh. Mm. oh this is This is you know, for a for, for a video technician, this is really unprofessional. <laughs> <laughs> a, a video technician is that your actual job I can title? Barely hear Wayne in the background. Is video technician your actual job title? All right. All right. Help me out. I'm just yeah, we're just gonna kill this call. You just hung up on Ryan Brown. (laughs) You called the guy and hung up on. Well, I mean, there's technical difficulties. You know, (coughs) we run a tight ship here. Corona. Scott just killed us all. Yeah. We just we run a tight ship. That's all I can. I'd like a Corona. So just, I'd settle for a Modelo. Um, so let's go through some of these topics. Uh, sure. <laughs> let's do it. Um, let's start with an FMK. You want to do an FMK? I'll, yeah, I'll we'll do it. an FMK. You know, what? we'll do one of your topics. Then I'll go. We'll go through this. This thing. Well, and these aren't my topics. These were fan. Oh yeah, fan submission. Yeah. Yep, gotcha. That's from gotcha. <coughs> All right, Molly Ringwald. Um, I lost it. What was the other Molly? Oh, Molly Shannon and Molly Hatchet. 
Molly Ringwald, Molly Shannon, Molly Hatcher. Fuck Mary Kill. Yeah. I'm fucking uh, probably Molly Shannon because, you know, once again, back to the classic fuck Mary Kill uh, strategy. There's a strategy to it. You only got to do it once. Okay. Right? Yeah. Molly Ringwald, looking a little better these days. Probably going to marry Molly Ringwald, you know? Get in there. <coughs> Get some of that red bush, if you will. Right. Right? Right. And I'm going to kill Molly Hatch. The entire band. <coughs> I'm going to reverse those first two because Molly Ringwald's insufferable to live with. Mm. With her fucking ideas and shit. So I would probably flip-flop it. All right. Well, uh, I don't know about her ideas. I'm taking a look at current Molly Shannon. I'm thinking I'm going to have to go the lane route. Well, what if Shannon can cook? So you get the F out of the way with the ringy, but you get the dinghy with the Shannon. Like a boat? Yeah. Yeah, I I think I'm going to have to stay with my original point. Okay. Uh, I'm sleeping with Molly Shannon, I'm marrying Molly Ringwald, and I'm sorry, Molly Hatcher. Okay, well, Molly Ringwald will tell you how terrible you are because you eat meat and you suck. Can she tell me that with a mouthful of peas? No. All right. Meat. We're good. Yeah. Unless you can make it vegan. Put a vegan wrap. <laughs> I, I'll wrap it in lettuce. Tofu or something. Wrap it in lettuce. <laughs> Right. You said you had something in there before I get to this dog with oh, bounty hunter that. wife thing. All right, let's just keep going down your route. <laughs> okay. Let's, let's keep it going. So back in June, somebody submitted this. It must have been on the heels of uh, dog the bounty hunter's lovely wife passing away. He wanted to know three questions. We'll start with the first one. What dog scares you the most? What dog scares you the most? Uh, I would say a bull mastiff. Okay, Ooh, that's a big. Isn't big, that a big dog. slobbery one? It's a big mean one. Okay, I mean, I still feel like uh, a pit bull is a fairly dangerous dog if you don't. Like, if you, a pit bull's head is pretty impressive. Yeah, and I know people like will stick up and say you're wrong for thinking that they're dangerous dogs. Not, I get it. They're not all dangerous dogs. They are a little bit more prone to have a violent streak. And that's why I'd probably be more afraid of them. Although, to be fair, there's I don't I don't get afraid of a breeder dog. I get afraid of a dog who's about to bite me. Um, Correct. What dog is a giant pussy? Uh, you know, I don't know. I'm gonna say Labradoodle. Just the name makes him sound like a puss. Yeah, mm. probably a poodle or maybe a pug. What a shit zoo. Okay. Are you looking at bull mastiff? I am. Oh, I am. Dog. You want to know a reason to scare, be scared of a bull mastiff? Because it has a vagina neck. Oh, my. How about this one? Which dog possesses the best baby face fire? Uh, the junkyard dog. I'm going to say Moondog Cleo. It was the baby face of the guy. It was not a real thing, was it? <laughs> it was the lady moon dog. It was a lady moon dog? Yeah, there was today, thanks to Scott. Just tell us what dog had the baby. Was it the. Oh, you know what? Maybe the dirty yellow dog? 
Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah. I I'm out of that. I'm trying to think of a real dog. I mean, come on. Well, I mean, let's like what, what's a happy-go-lucky? What's the the basset hound? I have never the, seen a dog ever hit the ground Labrador. just with two paws yeah, and Labrador. come up. You know. Really? What's the one with the floppy ears that always looks like he's happy? A hound dog. Hound dogs don't always look happy, don't they? Droopy. Droopy had some strong baby face. <laughs> Droopy never looked like he had any sort of baby. Hello. He was on heroin. Oh. <laughs> snuffle oh, up. Wow. But, yes. Uh, and Huckleberry Hound was gay. Uh, Even. <laughs> that was not Huckleberry Hound. Uh, that Yes. How snaggly was it? Ooh. So snaggly. You want me to take one from mine? So we got uh, this list that has been passed around wrestling forever. Uh-huh. Uh, that's just... Uh, Alright, so... A lot of people who listen to this have probably read this list before, but it says, disclaimer, I don't know if have these have, it says have, by the way, Mm H-A-V-E, these stories are true. If I would take a guess, I'd say that 10% of them are true and 90% are false. Whose speculation is it? It's an anonymous list. It's a thread. I would say, without even getting into the list yet, that at least 30% are true. I'm going to go in with this idea. So please don't get mad at me. And then he posts his name, the person who posts it. I'm not the one who came up with these stories. I am just putting them all down in one web page instead of the millions they are on. Yes, Vern fucked them. Next. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so, number one. Kevin Sullivan spends his vacations at a nudist colony. Do you believe that? Yeah. Could see could it. I mean, it's not something that's unbelievable, that's, so why not? That stout little body? Like, maybe not today. He's 60-plus years old. Although, that's a lot of new people who hang out in That's true. Um, no, I mean, he was once a very much of a bodybuilder, and he had a very hot wife at one point, and probably... Well, you know what? That's, A, not surprising, and B, not anything that you'd need to be ashamed of, I don't think, right? Uh, Correct. All right. So, I mean, I wouldn't do it. Well, me either. But look I at look me. like I'm melting for crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about you hit it with another? We'll we'll go back and okay, forth. Okay, okay. Um, this one I think hits home with a lot of people here. If you could trade Fred Durst's life, oh Jesus, to bring back any celebrity from the past, right? Yeah. How would you kill the Limp Biscuit fucktard? You know what? I would have him die. By saving orphans from a burning school bus. That's the only way a hero like that can go out. Let me tell you how... Then his, then his songs will be truly remembered for the masterpieces that they are. Not surprising. I'm going to go 180 from that. I want him to um, actually uh, contra- uh, contract... Not contract. Contract aids. Wow. Fight Old it. Survive it. Okay? Uh... After about a month of recovering, getting his strength back, he gets stage five cancer. He goes through three years of chemo, again, beats it, comes back, and on his road to his his recovery tour, his new tour, his first tour in five years, he gets hit by a speed train Mm. and dies. So I like where you were going, but I feel like it'd be uh, better if he got hit by his own tour bus. Oh. So what I'd like to do to Fred Durst is I'd like to take him and lock him in a room with nothing but a video screen playing his own music videos yeah. and a rifle. 
Oh my gosh. And the only way out is the rifle. All right, Jigsaw. Jesus. <laughs> How about we just like put him in a room um, and have him say something bad about Hillary? That easiest way to get it done. I'm a Limp Bizkit fan. I've been a fan. Yeah. Since and by the, the way, so they don't come after me, I meant Hillary Swank. Really? <laughs> Hillary Swankton. <laughs> All right. What you got? All yeah, right. Next. Next. Next possible rumor. You talked about this one. This is the one you were T- talking about. Today? Yeah, this was the example you used. Okay. Tommy Rich soaked his balls in a beer mug full of hydrogen peroxide. If you're doing the blonde hair thing, do you need your curtain to match to the drapes? Um, well, kayfabe's important, one. Two, um, he was probably high as a motherfucking kite, so I believe that <laughs> would have happened. If you, uh, if you were dyeing your hair blonde in the middle of your run, would you have, uh... Let me ask you, let me ask you a question. Yeah. You ever put hydrogen peroxide on anything? Yeah. I, I mean, I bleached my hair before. And you know how it's got that burn, right? Yeah, a little bit of a burn. And you know how your testicles are real sensitive, right? Well, you know. I'd suggest no. Ooh, there's a cat fight happening. What I would do... Not the sexy kind. What I liked, I liked the 70s and 80s wrestlers who would bleach blonde their hair, but keep their beards black. Like Rip Oliver. Yeah. yeah. Or Kevin Sullivan. Or Ken Patera. Yeah, that's another one. Ken Patera? All right. Steve, Mr. Electricity Regal. Yes. One yes. Yeah. What else? Give, give us some more. Do you remember the... Uh, well, you guys won't remember this, right? Well, this is a, well, Just maybe. all of a sudden, fuck us, right? No, yeah. it's, it's kind of like... Yeah, fuck you won't I mean, we're not cause inside. Because like of your you. fucking old age and dementia, you won't no, remember. Hey, I know you're not a boomer yet, but you're old. This was in training. Okay, Brian. Go ahead. So, <laughs> one day Brian was like, Fate, you have to differentiate yourself from everybody else. Go out and dye your hair blonde, right? He told Fate to dye his hair blonde. Mm-hmm. The next SSW show, myself, Fate, Kuba, and one other guy show up all bleach blonde. Nice. And Brian was pissed. And I kept that blonde hair for you quite did. a while. That was your anti-Fran phrase. Yeah. Phase. yeah. Uh, before we move on, I just want to say that I've seen a shoot interview with Tommy Rich uh-huh. where he was asked that very question uh-huh. along with a couple others that are on that list and he denied it and said, and I quote, where the hell do people get this shit? Well, I think he did it and I think he also did it not to just dye the hair as blonde, but to kill the infection that his balls were carrying. <laughs> well, that might be accurate. Just remember, Tommy Rich broke in... Uh... Broken Missy Hyatt. Also something that was asked of him on that. She wrote it in her book. She wrote it in her book. Like, I read. they, they I, asked him that question. All right. And then also asked the follow-up if he introduced her to Larry Zabisco later that day. To which he responded, I don't know, man. The 70s are kind of a blur. <laughs> so, that's fair. Yeah, okay. Got go go go! Let's get another one. You want there. another one in there yeah. while you prepare yeah. uh, something just awful? Yeah, and we're doing. <laughs> All right. Uh, did Roddy Piper have a young manservant type who traveled with him wherever he went? Yes, holding his bags, opening doors for him, etc. Piper 
and others referred to the young boy as cocksucker as though it was his name. I've heard that, and I actually met a guy who once filled that role, who, while he didn't go as far as to say some of the other things and services he provided, that he actually claimed and owned up to being a guy who tagged along with the rowdy one. Yeah, and his name was Bart Sawyer, and I don't fear saying it. Uh, so what was the purpose? Um, Not carrying your bag? And, uh, you know... Is this like a, like couldn't a find beefcake a, thing? If you or? couldn't find a Rizat later in the day? There probably is a little... Uh, beefcakery? Cocaine purse kind of a thing <laughs> going on there. You know? Yeah. I mean, I've seen a Roddy Piper promo before. Yeah, I'm pretty sure like they were one. cocaine-fueled. <laughs> I watched some something from 82 Georgia, Champ- or Georgia Championship Wrestling, and he was this... Yeah, he was... Uh, How much coke was done on the day of the fight scene from They Live? Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, just, yeah. Just... Uh, what if we... What if we make it longer? Like 13 <laughs> minutes in an alley. And I'll hit a back suplex. <laughs> and the guy won't die. And then, like, we'll ignore the fact that Keith David walked up to me. But then when I hit... When I swing the 2x4 and break the car window, he'll be pissed. Despite the fact we haven't set up the fact that it's his car. What's your reaction to this quote? The five worst words in entertainment. Ladies and gentlemen, Martin Short. Uh, It's up there. But I'd counter with, ladies and gentlemen, limp biscuits. (laughs) You know what? Martin Short's getting a bad rap, okay? Oh boy! It's just a cu- he's got a couple real bad characters, like all of them. That come, that come. Let up. me ask you a question: What's going on at your house with all the admiration for Fred Durst and Martin Short? Did you guys okay? see the? Did you guys see the Martin Short and Steve Martin? No. Gimmick on. Uh, I on watched Netflix? it. I did. Did you laugh? Uh, occasionally. What are you laughing? Right there. I didn't say I laughed at Martin Short. There, so laugh. there were issues with the guy with the fucking... Ed Grimley, Ed Grimley. is the character you're pantomiming for an audio podcast. That's, yeah, that's not a great uh, character. Jiminy Glick oh, that's is bad terrible. Bad. What was the, the movie where he played the child? Clifford. What about the bit he did when he played... Was it Irvin Cohen, the composer? And he'd be like, da-da-da-dee-dee-dee dee, and whatever the hell else you want to throw in. Alright, so I don't know that bit, okay? Yeah. But I think we'd be on a better path if we named things Martin Short was funny in. Right. And I'm going to start and finish with the Three Amigos. What, uh, was he, he was in Inner Space, wasn't he? Was he in Inner? I did not care for that film. You did not care. What for was Inner the Space? movie with him and Nick Nolte? Forty Eight Hours. No. No. Oh. And also, goddamn. I always confuse Martin Short and Eddie. Eddie, Mur- Eddie Mur- yeah. Yes. Um, Turns out you're not a fan of Martin Short. (laughs) Was it Three Fugitives? Uh, I I don't know. Except with a little kid. That rings Uh, a bell, but I... Okay. Yeah. Not a a big Martin Short So basically, Three Amigos. Do we think he was funny in it? I think the the movie movie in general is funny. I can't give him the credit for it. 
So they were going to do a Three Amigos reunion. Instead, they settled for the Martin Short, Steve Martin um, little comedy show. They had oh, asked Chevy Chase. On Chevy Chase. They had asked Chevy Chase, right. and he told him to go fuck off. All right, so I'm just going to name some things that Martin Short, that Martin Short have been in, okay. has been in. All right. And you tell me if it's funny because of him. Okay. All right? No. Three Amigos. It's funny. Funny, but not because of him. Father He's of the Bride. Father no, of the Bride, God, not no. a funny film. No. no. Uh, Inner Space. No, God, no. The Santa Claus 3. No, God. And I know this is no good for anybody at home, but just take a look at that movie poster right there, okay? Yeah, he was Jack Frost. When I see Tim Allen next to Martin Short, you know what I think? Where's my I think, gun? <laughs> I think turn the TV off and go do stuff. Yeah. All right. What about right here? Captain Ron. Captain Ron is not a good movie. Oh, that's terrible. Um, Father and the Bride Oh god Jungle to Jungle Another Tim Allen film Mars Attacks There were Portions of Not funny because of him Yeah Again It's It's not a good body of work It's not A lot of animated A lot of A lot of Children's films Doing some voice work Yes uh, he was on SCTV. Are we going to give him yeah, anything for that? I'll give SCTV some a, props. Yeah, right. That wasn't a film. Yeah. All right. Let's move along. Was he the worst SCTV? Yeah, I think, honestly, the worst was probably Tony Rosario. Remember, he was on it for like one or two seasons. I don't remember who that is. Okay, let's just stick with the core people. Was Eugene Levy. Short, let's, just, let's just do knockout rounds. Short or Levy? Who's funny? Levy. Short or Flaherty? Flaherty. Short or Thomas? Dave Thomas. Short or Moranis? Moranis. Short or Candy? Candy for sure. Short or Marine O'Hara? It wasn't Marine O'Hara, but Catherine O'Hara. Catherine O'Hara. Catherine O'Hara. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's he's fun. And, and I'd rather Martin bang. Short is fun. And I'd rather Banger. What about Short? Uh, this 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 might be the the one he gets a win on. Short or Andrea Martin? I don't remember Andrea Martin, so I have to go Martin Short. Okay, so he wins one. All right, what, what, back to you. All right, we're back to Tommy Rich. <laughs> this so, poor guy. Oh, my. He doesn't even know us. Tommy Rich did some favors for Jim Barnett in exchange for the NWA world title. So did he blow Jim Barnett to get the NWA I world I am going to say no. All right? I don't like Tommy Rich's work. I don't, but I believe that that is a rumor started by guys who thought they should have been the champ. I want to say no, and I don't really care who anybody sleeps with or what their preference is, but because I thought Tommy Rich was so untalented, I'm going to say that's true. Oh, okay. Was All it, right. Was, it, was the purpose just to get the NWA title on somebody from Memphis for once? Was that the idea? Because it never was really... A, uh, he wasn't in Memphis at the time. He was in Georgia. Georgia. Oh, boy. Georgia. So that would blow a hole in that. That's Soviet it. Georgia. Because he never had a great body. No. But, all right, so we weren't there. But by all accounts, by everybody who was, that guy was over like nobody's business. Wildfire! Fired up. So I'm going to say something about fired up. Do you know what he looks... You know what he, his wrestling style reminds me of? A... More in shape, more well kept boogie woogie man Jimmy Vell. Who, by the way, we could turn on the TV right now. I guarantee we'd see <laughs> Jimmy Valiant within the first ten minutes of having and it. He'd on. be clapping, uh-huh. and his knees would be clanging together. You know what I did? You know what I did like about Rich is 
It was the first time I saw somebody do the elbow drop where you fall forward. You know what I liked about Tommy Rich? How he knew he was fired when Doug Gilbert went on that Jerry Lawler rant on live television. Oh, yes, yes. Yes, you could just see it on his face. He was like, I am so fucked right now. All right, next rumor. All right, next rumor is rather macabre. Oh, okay. Oh, boy. So after Brody was stabbed oh, to death. Jesus. Yes. Did they have to break his legs to fit him in a cheap Puerto Rican ca- or casket for uh, for burial purposes? I would say that that's probably true simply because they needed to make sure that they couldn't do an autopsy. Why, why wouldn't they do the autopsy? I don't know. Because they were trying to cover up that whether or not he was murdered or not. He was stabbed. I'm I'm pretty sure the horrific stab wounds to the abdomen cleared that mystery (laughs) right up. What I mean to say is, they said he was saying the invaders said it was self defense. Okay. They wanted to see if the wounds were deep enough because he was coming at invader or if he was moving away. See what I mean? It's all. Yeah. No, I get it. The legendarily. Adept Puerto Rican police. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're, <laughs> They're good. Hey, uh, you changed your shirt. Did you kill that guy? Oh, no. no. All right, I believe you. <laughs> Why'd you go home? I thought I left a coffee pot on. <laughs> oh, I love it. You got, you got, you got one? You got right, one uh, up? Yeah, yeah, I got one here. So... We're gonna kind of revisit what about Mount, if you were to build your own personal wrestling Mount Rushmore. Okay? I still feel like we answered. Now, hear me out. No, no, not all the way. What pristine piece of land, ripe with non-renewable natural resources, would you destroy to erect this monstrosity, you self-absorbed, vapid, myopic, planet-killing douchebag Jagoff? That last part seems real harsh. By the way, go. Oh, gosh. Is there like a... Mm, the Everglades. Okay, you could do that. Yeah, you know what? I would go with the Gardens of Babylon. Oh, wow. Yeah. You're going, you're going right for the top. Yeah. Like, wonders of the world. Oh, yeah. What about you? I hate this question. <laughs> okay? It's a bad question. What's yeah, but which one would you do? You're not... You're, you're avoiding it. I would... Uh, How about like a ice cap? Like a polar ice cap or something. No, I can't do that. My wife loves polar bears. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, I'm going to say... And they love coke. Here's what we're going to do. I don't know if it's going to destroy any, you know, resources. But what I want to do is I want to truck in a bunch of dirt and fill in the Grand Canyon. Okay. (laughs) I like it. Okay. And then build it on top of the filled in Grand Canyon. Okay. Did you go and see the Grand Canyon? I did not. Oh, I did not. I saw the Hoover Dam. And how was it? It was a, a beautiful view, mm-hmm. but the trip itself was underwhelming because, not because of coronavirus, they weren't doing the tours. Oh. I think so it was because just, I was there in the off season. Uh-huh. You just saw it from afar. Yeah, no, cool. you could walk, like, you could walk right on the bridge, 
and right. see everything. But you couldn't go. But you couldn't the, go inside yeah. to like where they're actually doing the things. They right. have tours that take you inside. Is prostitution legal in the Hoover Dam? It is not. All right. Um, the reason you couldn't was because the Illuminati's plan was at was at foot. Mm-hmm. What, okay. What's the deal with this Illuminati guy? Oh, he I makes mean, a great pizza. He's gonna stop fucking people over. There's one right up by uh, by my work. Yeah, fuck them. There is really. No, yeah, seriously, fuck thing. them. You don't like Illuminati? No, I like it just fine. But here's the issue. Okay. We did a show one night. Yeah. I went to work. I had no food to take with me. I called Lou Malnati's for a pizza. Yeah. It's right up on Brown Deer Road. Yeah. Literally right around the corner. I said, hey, I'd like to place an order for delivery. I gave the address. She said, oh, we don't go past Green Bay Road. Like, it's two miles. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, you're telling me that you don't go past Green Bay Road, but you don't have dine-in. You're strictly carry-out and delivery. Right. And you don't go past two miles? You, you should just Grubhub that shit. Fuck them. They don't get my money. Right. Shut it, her down. It was good. I mean, they when they were making, they have to make practice pizzas before they open right. up. Right, right. I had some. They them into work, right? That's yeah, why yeah. I was down to order from yeah, them. Yeah, down, down, down with the clown. Right. No, yeah. never down with the clown. Uh, all right, here we go. Uh, Virgil got a big dick. Put it on Pat Patterson's desk. Got a job. Uh, I mean, I'm just going to say something that still apparently needs to be heard by everyone in the fucking world. Mm-hmm. Just because you're gay doesn't mean everyone's for you. Okay? That's fair. Like, I saw a post on Facebook last week that was shitting on a guy for being gay. And I was like, it's okay to, for him to be gay. It doesn't affect you. And the guy's response was, as long as he doesn't put it in me. Like uh, yeah, so, because he's gay, he's just running around throwing dick and, and, at and, and raping men. Yeah, apparently. there's what idiots you, everywhere. I know well, that. here, here's, I think you're assuming the wrong thing. Am I right? Because I'm assuming some hillbilly fuck from <laughs> Alabama is scared of gay people raping him. Because I'm just saying, maybe Pat Patterson was like, "How do I know you're really uh, as much of a man as you say you are?" And I need a real man for this role. And then it was like. All right, all right. Oh my! God. Well, now you don't have an iPhone watch anymore, but uh, let's uh, let me ask you this question, yeah. okay? And yeah. Scott, you could chime in on this. Yeah. For a brief second in time, let's pretend you're gay, uh-huh. okay? Okay. If you're going to accept someone's penis into you, oh boy, into your anal cavity for sexual pleasure, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. You really want a big old fucking gigantic dick up there wrecking your whole fucking asshole or are you looking for something normally sized well you know i don't know a whole lot about how this works but there's different roles inside of gay relationships yeah as i understand Pat Patterson, i think is also blowies, a top you got the tops bottoms yeah okay well if pat patterson's a top why does he need a gigantic dick reach around yeah well, i mean that would be for virgil's good. pleasure and that's clearly not what we're here for. Oh, yeah, at this but point. I mean, I think you want mutual. I don't know. I'm just saying. Like, I don't think. I heard it knocked Pat Patterson's prostate through his mouth. Well, I don't know if he whipped it out or not. But if I'm doing just deductive reasoning, could I believe that Virgil might be well endowed? Yeah, um, yeah, I'm gonna say yeah. That's not a far fetched idea. Does he like meat sauce? He does like meat sauce <laughs> and fuck money. So maybe you're onto something. There you go. What else do we got? Do it go? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Carrie Von Eric uh-huh. 
dead. A lot of cocaine. A lot of cocaine. Uh, So his foot would have healed had he not thought he could walk across a room on his surgically repaired foot to get a cheeseburger, thus crushing it, causing it to be amputated. Okay, again, I think this could be true because not only were there a lot of drugs, but let's be really honest. Do we think Divine Eric's were the brightest bulbs in a bunch? No. Right. Do we also think that maybe they exuded a little bit of extra machismo, cowboy machismo? You know, so do I think he might have been like, I can handle this. I'll go over there and get that cheeseburger. Do I think it's, whether it happened or not, I'm going to say maybe, but I certainly think it's possible. I could see it happening. Yeah, there's a series of Von Erich things here, so I would... Let's just hit down the Von Erich yeah, let's go for list. Uh, I'm just going to read this one just straight out the way it's Lance. Written. Oh, sorry. NWA world champion Gene Kaniski mm-hmm. bought Kevin Von Erich, a hooker in Las Vegas, when Kevin was 12. That's how it's written. Drew Barrymore was snorting coke at nine. Sure. You, you believe it? Oh, it's definitely possible. But I don't know Gene Kaniski from anybody else. So, like, how can I say it happened? He got Trudy. I'd say it's a 50-50 shot. All right, we're going... We've talked about this before, too. Trudy Tentos. We talked about this before, too. But uh, we'll go back into it just to bring it up again. Uh, Once again, it also plays into your ninja stars (laughs) that you were just talking about. A coked-up Carrie and Kevin... Mm-hmm. were once playing with a saw blade in the back hallways at the Sportatorium. Carrie mm-hmm. uh, saw a cat, so he threw the saw blade at the cat, thus killing it. It could happen. It could happen, sure. They're a bunch of redneck dumbasses. Uh, uh, no offense, I know they're beloved. They're beloved. Go ahead. And then the final Von Erich one that's in this list of the Von Erich one. Uh... Carrie Von Erich sees a cat in the All Japan locker room. He decides to put the iron claw on it and kills it. Well, if we believe he killed the cat with a saw blade, he's obviously no a animal abusing at the, nut job. At the very least, he didn't like cats. Yeah. With the iron claw, though? Yeah. That cat's head is very small. You put the right pressure on it, it's over. They I mean, probably broke calves' necks so they could eat. And Fritz's farm. Bar? Which, you got another one? Uh, no, I think we're on a nice roll. I'll save some of them. we got to have some material for the upcoming. <laughs> All right. Uh, I mean, we could do, we could do, you know, GIF. GIF and Memmy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Memmy. Watch me GIF. Meme? Watch me Memmy. Memmy? <laughs> Watch me GIF. Watch me Memmy. GIF. Uh, Gif. <laughs> Memmy. All right, go ahead. All right. Steve Lombardi uh, is slash was Pat Patterson's secret lover. I've heard that from a lot of people. A lot of people have heard that. But Pat Patterson also had, like, if you listen to the other podcasts, you know, the ones that actually know things. Yes. Uh, Pat Patterson had a, a very long time uh, partner. Well, right, because gays wouldn't cheat. Um,. Because, you know, straights don't. I mean, come on. Okay. Here's the thing. The reason I think it's true 
There used to be a thing on WWE uh, Network, not the TV, but when the WWE.com app, John Cena hosted this like 10 minute thing mm-hmm. every week. And he would like kind of shoot on Brooklyn Brawler and kind of allude to him being a certain way. Right. Uh, you also had the uh, occasional reference to the Terry Garvin School of Self Defense. Yeah. Like Lombardi would be in the ring and they say, oh, a graduate of the Terry Garvin School of Self Defense. Yeah. It's clearly an inside joke about homosexuality. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm thinking it's, it's a yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, we've, we've alluded to this, if not outrightly told this before as well. Mm-hmm. Rock and Roll Express happened to walk in on the boogie woogie man, Jimmy Valiant. Uh, lying on the floor, jerking off under a glass table that a hooker was standing on top of and uh, defecating on. Dropping a dumpski. Yep. Yep. Ricky uh, decides to throw up and leave while Robert stays and watches. Well, he he half watches. So. Uh, I've actually seen a cartoon someone made. (laughs) <laughs> about that very thing happening. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Boogie Woogie Man seems like a nut job. Um, and Ricky probably left. And Robert, just because Robert stayed doesn't mean he liked it. He was probably stoned and couldn't move. Yeah, anything that happened in the 80s, like we just have to assume cocaine. Drugs, lots of drugs. You know, lots and anything in the 90s, it's pretty much Soma related. <laughs> yeah. It's just getting dark. It's getting dark. Uh, Bruce Hart was a substitute teacher while being the top face promoter and booker in Stampede. Uh, he impregnated a 14-year-old student and married her. Uh, you know, the Hart family are certainly no saints either, other than Owen. So I might not find that to be too far-fetched. Yeah, there was some weird stuff going on up there. Like what? Like Fritz von... Uh, Fritz von Erich, yeah, him too. Uh, Stu Hart cooking breakfast and scooping up cat shit with the spatula he was making the eggs with. Uh, there's also the story from Terry Funk where everybody warned him about the way the house was. Yeah. And uh, he was there and he saw Stu cooking and he didn't think much of it. And he handed him a cup of coffee and when he went to go drink the coffee, there was like a booger on the cup. Mm. So not exactly... Uh, What's your favorite story from Bret Hart's book? I don't know why the hell the mom wasn't like doing her fucking keep. Sorry. I guess my favorite story from Bret Hart's book, because it's the only one I can remember right now from the Bible according to Bret Hart, was how their house didn't have heat in the winter, so he'd wrangle up a bunch of stray cats that lived in the house and take them up to bed and put them under the blankets to keep them warm. Mine was uh, about how... Stampede shows they would bus in the people. From oh, the, the special needs the folks. Special needs folks. So then uh, they would not watch the special needs folks who would then, you know, bang like screen doors in a hurricane. <laughs> yeah. So and then they would name their children after the Hearts. Heart Boys. Yes. So there's a series of uh, mentally handicapped people in Canada who are named like Brett and Bruce. And uh, may, I, may I ask a question? It's a serious yeah, question. Can, yeah. Even though I'm going to put a humorous twist on how I ask the question. Sure. Because two mentally handicapped people have relations and then reproduce. Does that does that automatically mean that child 
will I understand it would be a higher risk to, but does that mean that child will automatically have a mental disability? Well, it depends on uh, what the disability is stemming from. You know, if it's genetic, it has to be... Right, because it's going to pass yeah. through genes. Yeah. But I'm just wondering if a negative plus a negative equals a positive in this... I, I don't... I, you know what? Because when two... Let's call Dr. Drew. When two... I'll be nice about it. Dwarfs, little people, yeah. whatever you want to call them. Yeah, they don't pass on. They the don't necessarily the have dwarf children. Yeah. Okay, let me just say, go back and say this. So, Bruce married his wife, Andrea. She was 20 at the time of the marriage. That doesn't mean he didn't impregnate her at 14, though. He was, she died last year. He is uh, 20 years older than her. So, it is possible. Very possible. Yeah, right. very plausible. Okay. And and at the age of 32, his wife, uh, the young one, 20 years old, actually began a relationship with Davy Boy Smith while they were still married and was in that relationship until Smith died. Then Bruce and Andrea rekindled their relationship after. A lot of weirdness in the Hart family. Just a lot of weirdness. It's different. Yeah. Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. If you wee you. Yeah, baby. He uh, he got baby doll fired because he was pissed that she married Sam Houston instead of him. Okay, I'm gonna say this. I don't think he was pissed that he, that she didn't pick him. I know there were a lot of people who were upset that she married Sam Houston. So, I have some recent insight to this. I heard it on the Arn Anderson podcast. Okay, here's what happened according to Arn Anderson. Mm -hmm. They were in a town that had like a, a curfew type of thing as far as like not a set in stone curfew but like you know a small town uh, everything's closed by 10 o'clock type of yeah, deal yeah, yeah. so you can't get food. So like Greenfield. Right. Exactly. So Tully asked Baby Doll to go out and get food for about 10 of the guys that had to work after the like there was no hope that they were going to be able to go get the food right she went to sam houston and said hey we're going to go get this food and he was like you don't have to do that fuck them and she listened to him because she was banging him and that was the end of both of them oh. so because she didn't socialize right not just socialize but do a favor but do a favor knowing yeah. that the boys were going to have to go hungry at that point oh. you know and then what did that lead to she was basically out of the business right and he ended up going to the WWE where he worked as a job guy. Yeah, and lost to and Danny never Davis. Yeah. yeah, because you didn't want to go get 10 dinners. Right. They're going Like, they didn't hungry. ask you to pay for it out of your pocket. Right. Just go get the fucking food. Right. That's actually what that uh, Temple of the Dog song is about. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, so they were farming babies after that. <laughs> right. Tully Blanchard ate two seven-pound babies then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but in all sincerity, if you remember... Sam Houston had a pretty decent little push going in the NWA. Mm -hmm. uh, even was presented with cowboy boots on television by Dusty Rhodes. That's like getting anointed by the Godfather at that point. No, he wasn't working main events. Right. But he was on the rise. Mid. Solid yeah. mid. He was actually shooting, out kicking his coverage because he was getting a bigger push than he probably deserved. 100%. And, 100%. Yeah. Definitely not the most talented one to come from that family. No. No, it was Rock and Robin. Tweet, tweet. All right. Here we go. Here's a good image for you. According to Japanese tabloids... Oh, my. Giant Baba was bisexual. 
And Genichiro Tenryu had penis enlargement surgery. Wait, you can do that? Well, I'm sure you can. Why am I just finding out about this now? Like, my 20s and 30s could have been way better. <laughs> um, now imagine Giant Baba and uh, Virgil. Huh? Jesus Christ. Baba. <laughs> Baba. Dick contest. Giant Baba. Uh, you know who you know who opened up for Giant Baba? Who's that? Lady Gaga. <laughs> Lady Gaga. <laughs> Lady Gaga. And you know who stayed home that day? Vicar Stick. <laughs> Lady Gaga. Victor Quinones. Oh, Arriba. Tried to rape Tarzan boy at gunpoint in a bathroom stall. He did rape some rookie Japanese wrestler at gunpoint in a bathroom stall. Victor Quinones. So I can't remember the name of the wrestler. Victor Quinones. Not him. He was a promoter. But there was a story, and for the life of me, I want to say it was David Flair. Like he, in between the time of WCW and TNA showing up. Yeah. Or uh, he went... Puerto Rico to work. Why does all this weird shit happen in Puerto Rico? Because it's for it's all cocaine and insanity. Okay. But we gotta talk to the Caribbean. Evidently, and maybe it's not David Flair, but anyway, whoever it was woke up to the guy standing over him beating off. Like right by his face. At that point so, you just close your eyes back up. No. No. Close your eyes and back up. Yeah. <laughs> hey oh. All right. Uh, Chris Champion went to jail for inappropriately touching an underage girl while he was wearing his Kawabunga the Ninja Turtle costume. I'm, I'm almost certain that's a thing that happened. Yeah, yeah, I could see it. Jesus. All right. Just Jesus. Just straight. No doubt. No, no debate. Just definitely a lot hey, of weird hey, people. Yeah, listen. He he just sullied all of Puerto Rico. I'm about to sully all of Memphis. Like, look at what went on with the king. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. And then if yeah. you watch a Jamie Dundee shoot, he's got some awful, awful things to say. And if not... we had a shoot, we'd have awful. Yeah, I ain't never touched any underage girls. We could probably de- a... get. It. We could probably download it for 10 bucks. In a t- <laughs> turtle costume or otherwise, for the record. Does it make it better if it's in a turtle costume? <laughs> Maybe. I, Does I it make it, it better if you feed a turtle a straw while you're doing it? <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right. Thank God for coronavirus. We haven't had to hear about that bullshit in a while. <laughs> right. So El Dandy, just been fucking everyone. He uh, he banged Lita and Fishman and Lola Gonzalez's hot daughter, which actually I've heard this story and it got him kicked out. Okay. From... Uh, from uh, EML, I don't remember. I don't remember which one it is. I'd have to talk to somebody who actually cares about lucha. Who did he go? Who did he get first? Uh, I believe it. Uh, but it, you know, El Dandy. I don't know. Who did he get first? Yeah, was it Lita or was it? Uh, Lita. Get to John Tenru or whatever. Uh, no, I think it was. I think it was the daughter of the guy first. Okay, so then he started slumming. After. So, because I think what happened was is. Uh, yeah, did they? Because well, he, he went to WCW for a while, and yeah. then... <clears throat> and who are you to doubt El Dandy? Yeah. I mean, 
if if you're gonna make that choice, if you're gonna bang a luchador, which luchador are you gonna bang? La Parca. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Super Colo. I want to see if the hat stays on. The hat stays on. It's so. What about Via- What about Viano three? Is Viano he's, three he's alive? No, he's no four and five. No. I'll tell you that much. Speaking of luchadors. Hey, by the way, did you ever see, you saw the movie Leonard Part Six, right? With I no uh, yes. Yeah. No. What happened in the first five to lead up to that? Not much. <laughs> Not much. What happened in the the green room of the first five? I also don't understand why. Like no one can remember. You know how they always say sequels usually don't make more money than the originals. I think that's. I can find one instance where that's wrong. Malcolm Ten outdrew every other Malcolm movie. Right? Because the other ones didn't even like get to theater. Correct. But Malcolm 10 was they right were in there. independent films. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> Speaking of luchadors, Manny Fernandez. <laughs> Not a luchador. <laughs> Not a luchador at all. <laughs> Took a dump in number one Paul Jones's brand new Stetson hat. Put it back in the hat box on the airplane like nothing happened, and went to sit back by Jones for the remainder of the, of the flight. Um, I would believe that, and I also think it's funny that Paul Jones managed Manny Fernandez after Fernandez turned on Boogie I Woogie Man. Do not like Paul Jones, so I hope it's true. Wow, that's quite a dump. That's going a little harsh. We'll do a couple more, and then I think we could probably wrap this one up, huh? That's fair. Mm-hmm. We'll try to get through to 25, and then we know we're at a clear number. There are plenty, plenty more. Good, good. Uh, Dusty Rhodes booked Rick Steiner to beat Ric Flair in 20 seconds at Starcade 1988. I can tell you that... It was discussed of Rick Steiner beating Ric Flair. I can't tell you it was in 20 seconds. I've in heard fact, that story, though. I doubt it would be in 20 seconds. Was the idea to get Steiner over as a mega, like like a monster face of Rick, some sort? Rick Steiner was getting super over in 1988. Yeah. Uh, okay. When he, tur- well, yeah, he turned on the Varsity Club yeah. and went to a baby face. And then he was doing the Senior Wences thing. With the uh, character on his hand named Alex. Uh, and people were eating that shit up. Was he no-selling the whole time? Probably. Yeah, he was terrible when it came to that. I'm not a fan of the Steiner Brothers as a tag team. We've talked whoa, about Whoa, whoa, really? I'm not. Oh, I love them as a tag team. I hated them as singles. Guys. I don't feel like if you watch Steiner's Brothers match, it follows any sort of tag team theory that you would have been taught. Oh, maybe later. I don't think you're going to see a heat very very often, unless they're playing heel. Then you're probably going to see a heat. A long one. A non-stop heat. Yeah. Uh, but either way. You know when they did have to sell? When they wrestled Gordy and Williams. Yeah, because they beat the shit out of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Superstar Graham once injected Clorox on a dare. I... Don't doubt either. I wish he'd do it tomorrow. Fucking nut job. Jesus. No, seriously. Every fucking week before this, before the whole world was taken over by the coronavirus on the news and everything, yep. there'd be a story about how 
Billy Graham thinks Kofi Kingston should take steroids. Really, Billy Graham? Because you almost died because you took a bunch of steroids. Yeah. Billy Graham hates Vince McMahon for this. He hates him for that. Yeah, because they're not putting money in his pocket anymore. He's a bitter old fuck who should have died 20 fucking years ago. Yeah, I'm with you. Right. Fuck so this, Billy Graham. This next one's going to show you how... And the Reverend Billy Graham. Yeah, take him with you. This next one's going to show you how dated everything is here. Okay. Right? Uh, so Gangrel and Luna. Trollop. Are, I don't, I don't, I'm only saying that because it was a dated reference. <laughs> are swingers and love to swap out with other couples? Sure, why not? I mean, why? why I could. Why not? I don't see why that is out of the realm of possibility. But big props to Luna for beating up Peter B. once. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Paul Bosch was a uh, playing the gimmick of a, being the Jewish champion somewhere. They're guessing New York because that's where all the ethnic champions were. A writer from a Jewish magazine came to a show to do a profile on him. The writer happened to wander into the locker room after Bosch's match and saw him in the shower. Thus, that's how the writer found out that Bosch wasn't really Jewish. Oh, I get I am going to say I don't believe that simply because I don't think they would just let anybody back in those days just wander the locker room. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think that somebody would have broke that guy's face for trying to get back there. Who are you, who are you calling? Uh, I've got an idea who it is. Nobody. He yet. should be rightly stewed at this point in the time. <laughs> Hello. Let me speak to Deaf Jeff. <laughs> keep, you keep going, while uh, this, this looks like it's not going to happen right now. James Snooker. Oh. Killed his girlfriend. 100% happened. Yeah, yeah. Was convicted. But, uh, next. <laughs> however, however, this is the different part. He played an innocent savage in front of the police. Uh, and Vince McMahon uh, advocated for him and did all the talking to the police. Yeah, I could see that. I wouldn't doubt it. So that, Snooker was supposed to be the guy. Mm-hmm. Right? Before, Before Hogan. They signed Hogan, yeah. Snooker was going to be the main man. Yeah. Um, yeah, I could see that for sure. Also, um, I just wanted to point out that um, Mamula will never be Snooker. Other than he'll probably, he will probably kill somebody someday. All right, go on. And then the final one that will end today. Do you agree? Do you think he'll kill someone someday? Uh, I don't think so. I, I'm, I'm, I'm betting on it. I'm going to Vegas with this. Since we no. can't bet on anything. Yeah. Else. Everybody's favorite person, Raven. Oh, boy. He can get bent. Got caught in a hotel room with Becky Bayless at age 14. Why not? And Becky slept with Joel Gertner and his wife. Yeah, okay. You know what? When I was, uh, like, 17, 18, I would have banged Becky Bayless. At 14? Well, uh, she's older than me. What about that one... uh, uh, Was it James at 14? Was that a TV show? James at 16. Yeah. Would you bang James at 16? <laughs> no. Okay. All right. You really got to be a certain age to know what the fuck we're talking right. about right there. Right. Remember that shitty show Family with Christy McNichol? Yes. I don't. Yeah, You're not missing anything. Trust me. Was that Meredith Baxter Bernie was in that one too, right? She was the older That sister. and every fucking Lifetime movie about abusive husbands. Who was a better Van Patten? Dick Van Patten or Timothy Van Patten? 
uh, uh, dick. dick because he was dicking dick around the pool. The pool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he knew Krav Maga. Yes. All right, wrap us. That was a great show. I, I think we got more. We, we've we still got quite a list. We can <clears throat> There's a giant. This is a big list of stuff. And, and a lot of. I know a lot of wrestlers have read this stuff. But, right. you know. Well, you're getting our take on it, and that's all that matters. A lot of people want our opinions. Yeah. We're very known for our opinion. Yeah. All right. All right. So um, we don't have much to talk about as far as on the wrestling circuit where we'll be for the next few weeks. So I think the next place you can find us is right back here on this channel, wherever you get your podcast. If we're alive. Wherever you get your download. I'll probably be dead, but you guys keep going. Soldier on without me. Please, like you've pretty much lived our whole friendship. <laughs> Jesus um, Christ! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm Hotshot Scott Williams, Jack Spade, uh, Vic Ross. Sayonara, everybody. Fuck this show. <laughs> <laughs>